All right, that was pretty ceremonious. <laughs> it's like, what are you? Hold on, I gotta you're not going to edit this? I got to do the official thing. Hold on, because people are listening. <laughs> is this well live? Are but, we going yeah, out we're, live? We're live. We're, we're taking calls. I'm Simon King, and this is What's Wrong. Uh, this is the podcast. Um, uh, you know, and if you're not, if you're listening to this, you could be watching it. You could go to YouTube. Go to the uh, go to my YouTube channel, and um, and you can uh, by going to any of my social media. This is Simon King on Instagram or at Unfamous on Twitter or any of those. Uh, click the link, go to the uh, YouTube, and you can watch this in living fathead, which is the vision. It's fathead vision, right? Uh, as as always, with me is my erstwhile producer, uh, erstwhile. No, you're not erstwhile anymore because erstwhile was that one time when I pondered briefly firing you on the first episode for a second in. <laughs> he was one second in, I was like, I should fucking get rid of this guy. But then he's just such a beam of positive energy. That's how you know you're doing well. It's is, like having uh, a chocolate lab uh, working on the show. It's just, it just makes you happy. I think that was like long game by Mike. You know, you gotta be, yeah. you don't want to seem too good. You almost want to like, it's like a when I was in high school gym, like we you you just <laughs> yeah. do really bad for like the first month, and then and then and then you all you're doing is improving all year, and your gym teacher's like, I can't believe well the effort you put in. Like, yeah, that, I smoked on if, my first block around. If that is the case, my rapidly improving producer, who is uh, earning his uh, raw pork sandwiches that I give him, uh, Mikey Greenwood is here. Hello, and, hello, Mikey Hooray. Greenwood. Hello, and uh, normal you can't see him, but he's here. Trust me, believe it. Other that, or I'm really good at ventriloquism. And also, um, my guest today is the fantastic the amazing the longtime uh, friend of the human who now has a podcast or has a podcast again uh ivan decker ladies and gentlemen here he is ivan decker oh, hey yes i assume you are clapping at your computers which is the correct response <laughs> we've uh, we've figured out that most of my listeners are actually probably incarcerated so oh, <laughs> they'll make a lot of noise they've keistered their ipods yeah i hope it's uh, <laughs> i hope it's not lights out i like that we got a sick like a, we, not, neither of us smokes but there is a uh there is an ashtray here. A fancy yeah, I might ashtray. Start. Yeah, do it. I mean, there's an ashtray. You kind of have to. Yeah. Nothing. What do you think gets people into smoking more? Like cool people or ashtrays just being Probably there? Probably just an They're like, I don't want to be rude. You think <laughs> if someone gave you a cigarette every day and you're just like, I don't smoke, I don't smoke, and finally you'd be like, oh, fuck it, I'll just get into it. And then they just stop giving you cigarettes. Yeah, I think I think that's uh, that's how I started smoking in high school. Did you smoke? smoke? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> you seem like a not, you seem like a not for me. I don't want black lung. I, I wish. Was, that's why I didn't work. I wish I knew how to. I should have listened more to Nancy Reagan. <laughs> were you in like the smoker's pit? I didn't learn how stuff? to just say no. Yeah, my parents were divorced, so I was a bad <laughs> teenager. You had a leather jacket that you got from the bay. Yeah, nobody was keeping an eye on me, so I was skateboarding around, not returning videos, hucking bricks at other brick, full brick walls. Be how like, go home, brick. How old were you when they Be got with divorced? your people. <laughs> uh, I was seven. <laughs> That's when you started smoking? Yeah, no, I started smoking in high school. So you just, at seven, you were like, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm a maniac. I'm not a maniac now. I got to wait until I'm a little older. Yeah. I'm definitely, because I want to make sure I'm tall enough. Yeah. But as soon as I get tall enough, I'm going to stunt all the other growth. Yeah, that's right. My emotional growth. <laughs> they, say, they say cigarettes stunt your growth, but I don't know if it stunts your growth. There's a lot of tall people who smoke, right? Yeah. Obama smoked. He's pretty tall. He's yeah. tall. Yeah. I don't know. I, uh... I stopped like before I had a growth spurt, so maybe that's maybe <laughs> I, I grew maybe late. I delayed my growth. I grew late, like I was like five foot three until I was like fifteen. Yeah, like 16. it wasn't until uh, uh, junior year that I was like much. 
I got to be what I am now. Significantly taller. <laughs> yeah. Ivan is uh, six foot eleven. He doesn't like to talk about it. He's mostly leg. This is <laughs> yeah. a normal upper body, and then he has these crazy long legs that nobody likes to talk about. Yeah, I had uh, giraffe legs grafted on. <laughs> We've done this in forced perspective, so I look even close to his size. But quite frankly, I could be in Ivan's pocket right now. It's yeah. like it's it's really. Um, yeah, it's like Lord of the Rings. It is like Lord of the Rings, and I don't know what that means. <laughs> well, they filmed it like to make. Uh, What's this guy? The guy who played Frodo, Elijah Wood. Elijah, Elijah Wood. Wood. Yeah. Yeah. They made him seem small, but he's actually pretty. What is this, Elijah Wood? Pretty tall guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's gotta be right. If you have a last name that does stuff like that, like has that sort of like it's like something else. Your last name is something. Because my last name is King, and the puns. My name is Simon yeah. King. The puns never stopped. No, of course. Never. It's always like, hey, 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 what's up, King Simon? <laughs> I was like, if I was king, I'd have you fucking beheaded. Yeah. Like, I've had enough of that. Right? Oh, it's pretty good. Kids are so creative, you know? Oh, they're yeah. so good at it. What was the worst nickname you ever had? Like, worst bullying nickname you ever had? Or were you the bully? No, I was not. I was, uh, well, was, I was in a weird position because, you know how in every high school there's like, don't go near that guy, he's crazy. Yeah. There's always like one guy that's like. You were the seven-year-old who smoked. They yeah. Were, <laughs> but no, they were terrified of you. That wasn't me, but it was my, my brother. So my oh, yeah. older brother had been expelled for oh, wow. uh, selling drugs. <laughs> and oh. so there was this, like, he was just, then his ghost haunted the halls. And so it was like, it was like was oh, if, you, if you make fun of Ivan, the drug dealer his brother will pull up in a <laughs> paneled van and beat the hell out of you. What drugs did he sell? So I had this, like, weird immunity... Uh, what are you, a cop? Uh, <laughs> that's actually what this, that's what this is all about. What is this, a sting an operation? It's an elaborate 18-viewer sting the operation. The kind that get you expelled from school, Mike. <laughs> that was a test. You didn't sell all your brother. Good job, Ivan. I'm not a narc. Uh, yeah, it was like... So there was this weird thing where like people, the bullies, like they sort of kept their distance, you know? Mm -hmm. I could, they made fun of me from afar, but there was never any overt... Uh, outward bullying. No physicality. So there yeah. was a lot of like, uh, as soon as we figure out that his, uh, that his older brother was actually not selling drugs, but indeed a narc, yeah. then we're going to kill, <laughs> we're going to kill Ivan. Yeah. See, I didn't, I didn't have any, I, I was just, uh, yeah, I was just, uh, no, school sucked. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was just a lot of, it was just a lot of, hey, a kid who sounds like the queen, let's kick the shit out of you. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, please don't beat me. No. I did. I sounded like a cross between R2D2 and the queen. It was not good. Oh, no. Yeah. My <laughs> voice changed when I was 31. So it's fucking rough. <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> it was rough. I was a theater kid because like, yeah. I didn't play sports. So that was like a big problem. If you yeah. didn't play hockey <laughs> right. in my hometown, it was like, well, then you're gay. Where'd you grow up? Like, uh, Hockeyville, USA. <laughs> Grew it's, up in, uh, it's rough. <laughs> uh, Ladner, British Columbia. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which I, I've heard from people who live there now, it has improved, but uh, certainly when I was going to high school there, it was quite... It's a rough place to be a Ladner. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the Ladner Lads. That was the gang your brother was in. Yeah. And it was yeah, just, was just it. him. Yeah. <laughs> Ladner Lad. People used to, t they would co-opt, because, uh, you know, like uh, Long Beach, California, they call it the LBC. Yeah. So Ladner, British Columbia, we called it the LBC, and people buy, like, LBC hats. Oh, really? Snoop Dogg just show up by yeah. accident one day, and he's like, oh, fuck, this is worse. Yeah, they're like, welcome to the LBC. But then he's like, since I'm here, where's Ivan Brother? I need some weed. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And then everyone's like, don't beat up Ivan, he's friends with Snoop Dogg. See? You, sa you saved your ass. Yeah, that's really. what happened. The whole LBC thing. They're like, he's so tall. Snoop's so tall. He is. Kick you from three blocks away. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's like, like a very, It's like a very 1920s. Radio. <laughs> He'll kick it from three blocks away. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> that should just be a podcast because you're very good at the 1920s, 1930s uh, transatlantic accent. Yeah, I know. I, I'm, uh, I was born in the wrong era. Yeah, you were. I've seen you. You have many suits. <laughs> I should have been. Uh, and, yeah, and also a distaste for minorities eating at the same restaurant. <laughs> That's the part of him that we don't talk about. Uh, oh, Ivan yeah. Decker, brilliant, clean comedian, the dark side. <laughs> I know, this is, that's just so funny about being a clean comedian. It's like, it's always clean comic to like go down for some heinous shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah and then everybody's either? always like, oh, you're obviously weird. <laughs> yeah, because you're just. If like, you're clean, and I'm like, no, I'm, I don't know, I'm just a businessman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing is like, like being clean as a comic is so advantageous because it's like so like. Yeah. Because you, you have so many, like me, like, you know, so f- whenever I get offered a corporate, I I always feel like you should do you googled me right like you know what yeah. i do and like i can be clean but like we were just talking before we started recording that like i even put out a clean album this like i don't say any bad words but it's fucking dark <laughs> like, I, I just listen to it and i'm like oh there's a lot of stuff about jesus getting cancer in here yeah that's weird <laughs> i can't play that on the radio <laughs> yeah like it's i mean it's uh it's not fun doing corporates yeah They're never fun yeah but I mean, sometimes, like maybe one out of every ten. I did one that was like, fun on Saturday. You're like, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. But like, it's it's always the same. It's like the person introducing you doesn't know what they're doing. Right. So the room isn't quiet. Much like this podcast. It's like bad. <laughs> Basically, he's just describing this podcast. It's like bad sound, bad lighting. Jesus Christ, he's nailing us. We worked Holy all shit. about lighting. There's I didn't know guy, we were getting roasted. Uh, they give me the wrong headphones. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know if my mic's on. That's how, lean into how, it. that's how weird but it is. But it's so hard because then like, if you do poorly. Uh, there we go. Because there's a lot of times as a comedian, like, you, you can bomb and... You know, I always try to think like if I, if corporate doesn't go well, I'm like, who could have done well? Right. Yeah. In this circumstance, but not even because no, it's though. like if they're not listening to the jokes, you can't. Yeah. You know, it's like when they're just talking, which like I had one recently where it was just like everybody just was talking. Right. So it was like doing comedy yeah, in a mall food do. court. So they're treating you like a musician. Almost, yeah, they're, they're just talking. like ah, I don't like this, and right. then they just talk the whole time, and I'm like. I don't know what you want. Like, I can't, I'm not going to run around yeah. or like <laughs> How do you get flick that, the though? lights like a substitute teacher. <laughs> I've like, had a quiet like coyotes, that. everybody. Yeah. Well, I have a very quiet important coyotes. stupid act to do. Like, I yell about Hands walnuts. Hands on top, like, I, Snoop says stop. <laughs> yeah. But it's true. Like, there is a certain, like, you just, there's something you just, you just cannot accomplish eventually when they're not listening at all. Like, it is, they need to participate to some degree. Yeah. And, and if they're and not doing it. There's a catch 22 where, like, if you, which is why, you know, on a standard stand up comedy show, the MC is not the headliner because, like, yeah. if you tell a group of people to be quiet, they don't want to laugh at you. No. Right. So you can't, like, it, that's the catch 22 of corporate gigs where, like, if it's going poorly, you don't want to turn into, like, a cop and yeah. be like, hey, don't, which is also why, like, I don't want to negotiate money for myself. Like, yeah, that's right. why it's important to have an agent. All, cause, like, when I show up, <laughs> so I'm you show up silly and you're like the guy. guys ground them for like. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like, hey, whatever, guys. I don't know. This is the guy who wanted a whole act. salmon in his writer, and now he's here. Yeah, like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, yeah. It shields you from the animosity, kind of, right? Yeah, well, then and it's also you like you're not a cutthroat business guy. Yeah, like so it's like if if they have any like anger towards you for like the cost or whatever, it's like oh, it wasn't me. I don't know. What did he charge? Do you have any tips for getting through a corporate? Uh. 
act like you're having the time of your life. <laughs> okay. mm. It's honestly like that's all it is because there's a there's a weird thing that happens in an audience where like if the comic is like a weird double blind thing where like audience members see a comic do a joke they might like the joke but then they hear the joke not do well mm -hmm. so then they are scared to laugh also and then they start to go into the spiral of like is this going very poorly <laughs> like because nobody really knows no, how many laughs no, you're supposed to be getting yeah. right and so as long as you don't acknowledge that it's going poorly because that yeah. gives them the then you've basically flipped the switch like yeah this is bad Right. Which don't do that because then you've revealed, you know, you've shown your hand. Yeah. Whereas if you just act like this is as good as I always do and I'm having a blast, right? They can't argue with you, and it is, sometimes they'll get on board. Yeah, like, some, at this leading the room, right? Like I think a lot of comedians do make that mistake of like being too. They they forget that the audience actually does want you to do well mostly if they're paying attention. They yeah. do. They don't want you to fail. It's awkward for them and uncomfortable. They don't like it, and then so. But yeah, if you show weakness. It really is one of those things where they're like, well, if he's not, if he's not confident, he does this all the time. Yeah. I've never been in an audience before, or at least not with these people. I don't know yeah. how this fucking works. I and mean, this guy's sucking, maybe. I don't know. Is he sucking? But yeah, if you're out there and like, ah, this is the best. All right. I have five more minutes. I'm going to, ah, yeah, come yeah. on, quick jokes for you. There were comics like that who were just legit oblivious. And at first I used to think it was crazy because I'm like, you're not learning anything. But part of it's like, they're just having fun because they genuinely, I mean, they're, yeah. it's not like they, they're even aware. I mean, you need to be aware because you need to tune your totally. game. Totally. And sometimes, you know, you can really, you can save a show by acknowledging a weirdness in the mm -hmm. room. Like, if there is a taint in the air, like something crazy went down, yeah. Yeah, you, you don't want to just, that. like, be like, ah, let's just present the next award. You know, yeah, it's like... you have to talk about it. You have to address it, but then you can't, you can't dwell on it. You gotta just do a quick, like, yeah. here you go, and let's move on. Right. Yeah, that's the thing, is like, you have to. Is that to, my phone making that I don't noise? I know whose phone it is. If it's, if, is it the soon to be erstwhile? I'm like, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> this guy, just, just, just when he was clawing his way back into oh, favor. stepping up the, the failure. The landlord guy is finally getting Oh, it is he? Yeah. But. I feel like there's a noise gate on my yeah, mic. Okay. Do we want to just do an edit pause right there's now? What is this, Elijah Wood? <laughs> um, let's go back to there. <laughs> None of this was working. That's a good so spot. I've done all right. That's I've a good spot. Right. <laughs> uh, 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 hey, we're, we're back from the edit. There, well, that's what happened. We edited and then we're back. The people listening have no clue that anything happened. The people watching will be confused as to why now um, I'm slightly different. Like I'm slightly sweatier. Yeah. And slightly more pale and slightly just a little bit more drunk. Not much. Just a little, right? Yeah. My my microphone probably moved a lot. Your microphone moves mine so moved a lot. Texting us for real. People texting. Yeah, it's just a madhouse. But the good thing about this is that we set our standards so low. Yes. We try not to Yeah, what do you want? You want uh, the world? What do you what do you think this my, is? I with the vibe I'm going with my podcast is you know when a, a store has a closing out sale and there's only a few things left? That's yeah. the feel I yeah, want. When, yeah. you, when you walk into my podcast, I want people to go, it probably Will's good at some point, but now there's not really much here for anybody. Yeah. And that's where I want to start out, really. It's like the opposite of the Rogan experience in that I, I refuse to eat elk, elk meat. Yeah. It's the Rogan inexperience. <laughs> the Joe Rogan inexperience. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a tape I don't want to watch. Oh, man. Um, okay, oh, so. so. He's, not, he's not being let in, so I'll bring him up. Yeah, go. Just keep going. Okay. <laughs> I don't want him in here. Don't make him listen. He's going to. <laughs> Tell him to wait in the hall. I got to do a podcast in front of another guest. Oh, we did this before. We had uh, uh, Dylan Reimer hung out in the background. During gone our, second. During our Gavin Clarkson podcast. Oh, nice. And uh, it was quite good because Dylan would occasionally bring up points. Um, the drunker he got. But yeah, but he's off mic, so it doesn't work. It did, Actually, remarkably, you can pick up everything in the room. We really don't need microphones. Great. No one's actually watching this. Yeah. This is, <laughs> this is we're just hanging for me. Out. 
You're just going to show this to your kid. This is just my therapy. Yeah. That's nice. That's actually pretty good. You pre-record a therapy and then you just like send it to send your it therapist in. and be like, just watch this. How great would that be? You just, just like give you, you everything just, like, you need. Video, just do a video of yourself sitting in your room and going like, they could just text you the questions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you could just do the video. Or they could they could send you like a, like a voicemail message. And yeah, then they just you like, just get like a, that's like a, it's like. Uh, like steampunk future, like these you get these questions and you just read them into a camera and then you just get this like printout on one of those old dot matrix printers, like <laughs> with the, the yeah. dots, the things down the side. You gotta, oh. rip the, you gotta rip the holes off, and then you're like, oh, yeah, man. it says, uh, you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> You're such such wasteful beasts when you could do that, when you could take the edges off the, the, off the sides, the off the papers, and everything. Oh, yeah. you, know? you, you could do all that stuff. Up. And you could just pull the sides off the paper, and that was like that was, and it was pre-shredded. It looked like you had been doing something like CIA related. Yeah, just just big piles of shredded paper everywhere. Well, I'd fold them up, and you make like a little spring. Oh you yeah, you could. It was like a paper slinky. Yeah, which is not nowhere near as popular. The paper yeah, slinky. Yeah, yeah, it would roll downstairs. <laughs> Rolls downstairs, a loner in Paris. Don't get it wet. It blows don't downstairs. Get it, don't get it wet. Fuck. I like the idea of an aggressive therapist, like a steampunk therapist, someone who just like a, like a drill sergeant slash therapist, and he travels the badlands, going around helping out. Because you know, living wasn't in that what that Denzel Washington movie was about? <laughs> the Book of Eli. Yeah. <laughs> no, he just he was a guy who remembered the Bible because he he was Braille, and he and he had a, like a hey spoiler alert. <laughs> he had a blind wife or some shit. And he just and then they're like and it was all this stuff about the Bible is the most powerful book ever written. Whoever knows it can tr- no fuck off. Right, like there's zombies. Like I, yeah, like <laughs> I honestly give feel like like the power of the Bible. That's like an interesting test. That's like impossible to to study. Would be like, okay, the world collapses, the church is no more. There's no remnants of the church. Nobody remembers the church. But then the Bible is still around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you be able to bring it back to its glory? I don't think so. I don't think there's any fucking way people would fall for that shit. I think if you were to walk in and go, all right, look, like I know it's post-apocalyptic, and there used to be jet planes, and there used to be nuclear fusion, and there used to be all this stuff, so we've already learned yeah. all the things. But there's questions people have that the Bible, only the Bible can answer. Well, like, I mean, like... Like, how, what, who's that snake? What's that snake doing? You know what questions it can answer? What are penguins? Because they're not fucking mentioned in it, right? Yeah. <laughs> and you would think... Like penguin, this is also something that was on my clean album, and one of the reasons I probably never got played is because like I have a thing is like, what the fuck is wrong with the Bible that it doesn't mention dinosaurs? You would bring it up if you made dinosaurs. It's true. It'd be the first thing you said. This is dinosaur planet. Even after we're yeah, gone, yeah, right. yeah. dinosaurs are around so long that there were dinosaur fossils and dinosaurs at the same time. Yeah, they have. Yeah, they were around a long time. Like there were there there is like a possibility that a T Rex like bumped into a cliff and was like, ah, there's bones there. <laughs> I like the idea that the T-Rex talks, like, but that's never written down because we only have fossils. They didn't yeah, record any of it. We don't know. But I like the like. idea that they did have conversations. Like, I like to think that dinosaurs were more like that show. Dinosaurs. Well, I like crows. They're pretty Very vocal. Smart. They talk to each other. Crows are vocal. Yeah, <laughs> they have like meetings. Hold on, that sounds like a soundbite. Crows are vocal. <laughs> crows are very vocal. They're very vocal. I mean, corvid. Corvid. Yeah, that's their the Corvid A. From that's, LA Law, Corvid Burns? Yes. <laughs> like two words, Ernstball and Corvid. I did not know. Corvid that. is the uh, the family that uh, crows belong to, along with magpies. Yeah. And, huh? Or it might be yeah, a genus. Together, Mike. Is it a genus? I don't know. Phylum? Could be a phylum. I'm your it's genus. One. You know who would I'm know. I'm your phylum. You're just... <laughs> Gavin Clarkson is probably already typing in the comments. <laughs> I got it. 
He sounds exactly he's like so his smart. profession. That yeah, dude yeah. is like legit. Like he was so smart that the whole time I was sitting there and it was just like, if he decides to go smart on me, I'm fucked. You know, and like he's he's so funny, but if he decides to go smart, I'm like, I can't. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know what to do. It's like knowing someone who's a black belt in something, and you're just like, I don't want to get on this guy's bad side. Like he's putting together IKEA furniture. Yeah, except he has a black belt in knowing about rocks. Rocks. <laughs> I think that would. I think. Uh, yeah, like. The idea that fossils existed of dinosaurs when dinosaurs were around. Because there's no human fossils around. Well, there are human fossils, like it, but they're not fossils. They're just nah, remnants. It's too, it's too early. Not too early for the fossils. They're just Those are just bones. Bones. <laughs> those are just regular old bones. Too and they soon. actually, uh, a lot of the bones uh, got dug up in the late 1800s because... The world was running out of nitrogen. I'm not sure if you're aware of this. No. There in was the like, late 1800s? There was like no nitrogen, which is what they use for fertilizer to oh. grow all the food around the world. Yeah. And so there was like, the world was running out of it. And so all these crops were failing and it was like this terrible situation. Well, there's all these droughts, the potato famine. Yeah. All that stuff uh, was related to the fact that the nitrogen, in the, and so they were digging up like, all the, were excavating tombs, like all the Egyptian tombs and stuff that they stole, they used all those bones to just grow like corn really? or wheat in England. And wow. like they were all the buffalo bones in like North America, there they were all those giant, that. they knocked all that down to Recycling. like use it for fertilization of soil. And then this guy, Fritz Haber, uh, came out with a, a way to artificially synthesize nitrogen to finally fertilize finally fields. And that is like, he right after he came out with the Haber Bosch process to mm -hmm. synthesize nitrogen, uh, the world population like tripled. Yeah, really? you know that's like the turning point of like because before <laughs> so it was like there couldn't be very fault. many people because there wasn't enough food, and he was like, "Well, you got the food problem taken care of. You can plant wheat anywhere thanks to this very cheap way of synthesizing nitrogen." I mean, he was also a, a chemist that was responsible for a lot of gas attacks in World War One. His <laughs> wife shot herself at a party because you know she why? Found out what he was up to? You know why? Because he was he was like, you know what? Uh, now there's too many people. I got to get in on this and see if I can number, well, get the numbers I down. I mean, that is, he died being like, I've upset the balance of the world, which he sort of did <laughs> by gassing children. Yeah. <laughs> like Jesus Christ, have, find a middle ground, Bosch yeah. Haber. So yeah, he was, he was World War One. He was the like chlorine attacks guy. So he's responsible mm. for growing the population and then minimizing. Yes, it later. yeah. <laughs> he tried to undo what he did, but he didn't. And here's the weird thing, is that um, that he grew up to be Mister Clean. Yep, there we go. That's him. It comes full circle, right? Uh, we forgot to do a segment. Should we try to salvage it and find out what's wrong with you this week? Um. Oh yeah, well, yeah, we got to find out what's wrong with Simon King. Well, we're kind of into it though. <laughs> okay. We can go back. Just I mean, go we can't back. Go, the thing is, this one's been a very strange episode because it, it was it was working and then it wasn't working, and now it's working fine. I love the people at home are probably like oh, home wherever they are in their cells. I like the idea, people, like the idea of people watching this and just being like, "How come these? This is what episode six, five, including the Patreon, yeah. a six, and we still have not figured out." How to do any of this properly? Hey, it's great. It's entertainment, you know. I I have an out. excuse. I have an excuse. I'm an analog. I'm an old man. All right, like I'm an old. He is not an old man. He does not have this excuse. I fixed I this know. thing. It wasn't working. You did fix the thing. He did fix the thing this before. Was a -off I to be it. fair, before we were just talking into cardboard tubes. We had no idea how it yeah, worked. Yeah, I got here. He had a glue gun. Glue gun covered. He was like putting stuff together. You can't see it now, but he's covered in glitter. Like yeah. he's just completely covered in glitter. 
Like, yeah. but that, that's kind of default. You wedged for Mikey, a paperclip into the back, and all of a sudden, a bunch of lights came on. <laughs> it's default for Mikey to be covered in glitter. It always looks like he's had some sort of entanglement with a clown. Like, like something's gone on. Hopefully, romantic. <laughs> Robo, well, that's the only kind of entanglement there is, isn't there? Um, yeah, I don't. Uh, I mean, it's like I don't really want to talk about the whole. Uh, Fucking Chris Rock, Will Smith thing because it's stupid. Is this way because this is what's wrong with you? The no, Chris Rock thing? what's wrong with me is I, I just don't fucking want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about. I don't. I hate how. Yeah, it's something that I've talked about before on the podcast. I hate how everything becomes about. You know, as soon as something happens in the world, people on Twitter are like, "This is how it's affecting me." And yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. It's nothing to do with well, you. Well, just everybody feels like they got to weigh in. Ugh. I accidentally <laughs> shaved off an eyebrow once, and I wanted to slap someone. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I just, uh, I don't care. Yeah. And I don't care if you care. Yeah. And I don't care if you care that I don't care. Wow. I don't care about any of it. I think it's dumb. It's a thing that happened. It's now in the past. There's nothing we could do about it. No. You can't make it not have happened. So shut up about it. You can't unslap a bitch. We're also not going to solve it at this. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, I, I love how people still act as though. Posting stuff on the internet is like we're gonna we're gonna get to the bottom of this. Here's how we can fix. <laughs> it. I think what we've realized since I don't know the last decade is like nobody's winning any arguments or solving it. I love this. There's a lot to unpack. I love. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like all of it. No, there isn't anything to unpack. There's nothing to fucking unpack. There's a lot. There's a lot to unpack. You can only say there's a lot to unpack when you have shit to unpack. Like if you get into yeah. a hotel room, you're like, there's a lot to unpack. Go unpack start unpack a black again. hole. Like it's not. There's no, we've crossed the event horizon of idiocy. <laughs> I just love the idea of like people on the internet are like they do nothing with their lives and then they're like, uh, you know, I can fix this. Uh, this I know about. I know I work in a Taco Bell, but yeah. this right here, the, the, the pandemic, I got that. I, that I, this, yeah. You should have asked me. Hey, hold on. As soon as I'm finished wiping up these tater tots, I'm going to explain to you how vaccines work. But it's also work. dumb because like there's no expert, right? There's nobody. We're all like children and the teacher's gone. And we've never seen an adult before. Yeah. And like all we need is somebody to come in who's more qualified and smart to be like, you're wrong, you're right, shut up. But that will never happen. No. Because we have chosen not to treat anybody as though they're an expert in anything. Aliens aren't interested in coming and helping. Do you think if aliens came down and were like full on like parent figures... Like, if they came down and they were like, all right, guys, listen. Um, I hope they just start killing. We've Don't been try watching to this talk shit. to us. First of all, we didn't want to kill all of you, but we're out of nitrogen. And we really like me. We're like wheat. <laughs> we need your bones. They've got their own Bosch German thingy guy. Yeah, yeah. He's just like. Their own Fritz Haber. <laughs> Fritz Haber. He's just on the chlorine gas killing part. And he's just like, he's like, look, I mean, I don't know what to do, guys. I mean, there's nowhere to get. Oh, hold on a second. Yeah. <laughs> I know where there's a place to get bones. Hang on. I know. There was a bunch of dinosaurs there last time. I was there. Imagine, we'll see what's there now. And then we're there. Imagine how disappointed that must be. <laughs> Aliens were here a while ago. And, and there was dinosaurs. They're like, you guys got to check this place out. There's all these giant lizards. It's awesome. And then they show up. And it's just us. It's like a bunch of losers on Twitter. Like, I love the guy. Ah, they never should have done that. I love the alien guy talking shit to his buddies in the spaceship on the way. Oh, it's fucking mine. Yeah, it's crazy. They got You're horns. They're big fucking huge. Like, this one is so big and it only eats plants. What the fuck, man? And they get there and just some fat fuck sitting there in front of the TV watching yeah, like, yeah. UFC. I could do that if my knee didn't give out. It's like, ah, oh, fuck, let's yeah. kill them all. Oh, man. Look, they're just sitting in cars, not going fast. 
But I think that's what will probably end the human race is just alien disappointment. Yeah, Because yeah. there's a bunch of Klingons that show up for a good time and they'll be like, fuck this place, They're nuke like, it. What did you do with the dinosaurs? <laughs> Man, yeah, that would be bad. Imagine if dinosaurs were like left here, like aliens were like, okay, just leave those there for now. We're going to go on a holiday. But their yeah. time their time doesn't work the same as ours. Yeah. They've been gone for like a day and a half. Yeah. And they come back and they're like, Excuse me, there was a fucking Diplodocus here, and yeah, it's yeah. not here anymore. And if you don't get me my Diplodocus, like yeah. real mob-style aliens... What did you do? You ground its bones to oil and burned it? <laughs> to move a bit? Why did you do that? Why did you do that? Yeah, I, like, I do like the idea of like how dinosaurs... Like We have no idea how many dinosaurs there were, either. We don't know what kind of dinosaurs there were. We only know the ones that yeah. were lucky enough to get fossilized. And the chances of fossilization upon death are like less than 1%. You basically have to be around for 200 million years for enough of them to... to get, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. human beings... Like, the actual act yeah. of becoming... Fo- like, people act like, oh, anytime you die, you just wait a while and your bones fossilize. That's not Mm-mm-mm. even close. All no. You have to die in a very specific way <laughs> yeah. for your bones to fossilize. They had to die in a shallow river, mm. so there's water and sand that they're then half submerged in, and then more sand comes and lands on top. Then the water is over top for long enough that it's not disturbed, mm-hmm. and then more layers of sediment get on top of that, and then the pressure eventually, once it's down deep enough, causes a mineral reaction within the bones so that the all the minerals of the bones switch with rocks. Yeah. And then that's when it leaves behind a fossil. And so, like, I mean, that's Gavin Clarkson will probably yeah, come in here and be like, like yes, I remember I said wrong. earlier, I'm so glad that Gavin didn't go full smart and now this fucking guy. <laughs> and I'm just sitting here like, yeah. Uh-huh. But, it, but, you know, it's like, it's very hard to get fossilized. The closest we have is Wilford Brimley. Yes. It's the closest we have. Well, and the, those guys in the Lenin, in the Soviet Union. Lenin's the guys pretty in the close. box. Wouldn't it be cool if he just, like, sat up one day and was like, this is not what I meant at all. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Like set up, and he's just like, first of all, my neck hurts. Uh, second, <laughs> second of all, they took pictures of me. Why is this and pillow so tiny? Th- yeah, and third of all, um, you could have changed my pants. Like, I mean, the fashions have changed. Yeah. I died in 1917. <laughs> when did he die? 1922? 1923? I don't know. Yeah, that sounds right. I'm not hey, sure. Hey, Mikey, where are we at? For Are we uh, are we at time now to yeah, do it? 30 minutes, we can get random. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get random. Let's get random. random. What this is... And I didn't tell you this before because I always forget to tell my guests this. Is um, I was on the internet one day and I found a random topic generator for people who are uncomfortable talking to people. Oh, that's amazing! And so what this is is you can put in whatever you want. You can put in talk to people like what do you want? Who do you want to talk to? <laughs> is it for aunts and uncles, moms and dads, uh, you know, kids? What is it? And then you can. So I just put it. We just set it to everybody. What is specific aunt and uncle questions? Or whatever it is. Is it like family ones? Is in there a business? Yeah, the business or... couples, family essays. Hey, yeah, pick one. Bus- what is it? Business couples, families. What are they? Or essay. What do you want? A random topic on. business couples family essay pick one essay is like uh hispanic like, yeah exactly people? essay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like how many hydraulics let's do couples um okay. you want to do couples no let's do that's couples. gonna be too it's that'll be too sexual weird, weird. Okay. and it's just okay. about fossils what is it <laughs> all right it's pretty generic what is something that you've gone in trouble for at school slash work Lisa's well we just kid, fucking right? covered yeah, this we already Bad covered that we'll new topic new topic let's do more randoms what is your favorite way to waste time Ooh. favorite way to waste time yes study fossil fuels uh <laughs> so you've got you've got an afternoon off you got an you got three hours to do fucking nothing all your laundry's done yeah all your your admin's done uh you know you're you're home alone you got nothing to do what do you do? I will usually uh, watch YouTube videos about uh, like like topics. Like I'll uh, watch like a history 
YouTube. This is what you do with your time? There's also that guy that eats uh, rations. You ever seen that guy? No. No, but I want to. <laughs> he great, just eats rations? I forget people? his name. It's on my it's in my favorites. He he finds like military rations mm -hmm. and then eats them. And, and that's like, his YouTube channel. Yeah. And it's very calm. Know. It's like unbox like it's a ton of people. Some of your listeners know who this is. Just go like people go on YouTube and search for ration guy. What the fuck am I doing? He's got like millions for of and it's so like fuck? it's very calming, and he just he'll be like, okay, this is the you know SD forty one ration. Uh, they were those are shit by the, the way. War Does he review it or just eat it? He reviews it too, but yeah, he like opens it up and you're like, oh, I don't fucking eat that. It's poison. And then he's like, all right, here it goes. And then you're like, I don't know how he's not like dead. And that's a thing. That's a thing that this guy does. I fucking hate the internet. <laughs> it's so fucking much. I hate it so fucking rations. much because the there's like just I mean you know you everyone knows about unboxing videos where just some kid opening a box and it gets nine million dollars a year and now this guy is just literally was cleaning out his uncle's garage because his uncle died who was a prepper and <laughs> yeah. then he finds all these rations like i wouldn't do this on the internet and people are like that's the shit i it's need it's great though like it's very calming F fuck your well-written <laughs> shows like i feel like calming. I, I feel like you need to calm down it's the opposite of calming <laughs> Do you like watch it before bed? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll uh, follow. You just fly there, like, oh, you know what'll help you sleep? Like, I know, I know you don't like to take sleeping pills, uh, Mr. Decker. I know you're not into that. I know you're not, but you know what really helps me sleep um, is, uh, you know, the wife snoring away. I like to watch this ration show. You see yeah. this ration show? Actually, you know what I watch that uh, puts me to sleep almost immediately is yeah. uh, competitive uh, video games. <laughs> I watch like. Uh, but you sleep because it's boring or because it's cool? Yeah, it's real. It's boring. Okay. I could see how like. And uh, what kind of video game we're we talking? We're talking new video games, not like. Yeah, no. I watch, I watch League of Legends, which is actually pretty old. Is it? But there's still like a pretty. What's that game it's about? A big competitive. Pretty heavy competitive scene. It's like a five on five, just like fight and. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's just like a like Street Fighter. Yeah, kind of. Five people. It's ten people, team so it's five team. on five team. And there's objectives and like stuff you got to do, but it's like. It's like very simple, sort of, and then they have like commentators right. and stuff, and they're. It's, Let me know. ask you this. Yeah. <laughs> I won Double Dragon on one quarter once in 1991. Wow. Can wow. I? Anything I can do about this? Yeah. Can I? Can I monetize this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't like to brag, guys, but like, I mean, I have a skill you set. You could get into the speed running community. The speed running. Are you familiar with that? Do I look like I speed run? I don't. Yes. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, actually. In that I run very briefly. Like, if you were like, I know how to beat Sonic 3 in one second, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, you do. Oh, that's what speedrunning is. Speedrunning is like you find a video game and you, you do all the, like, exploits and stuff to try yeah. to get to the end of the game as quickly as possible. No, like, I was good with Golden Axe, too. Yeah. It's an old game. Yeah. So what were, the, what so were the games? What were the did the console games? What were those the ones best you grew up with? Super Metroid was the best oh, one. I fucking love Metroid. Yeah, she's a female, right? God damn. Yes, Michael. Yeah, that was that, it is a that was back when time. That's back when that's back when women were allowed in video games. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey's got some weird opinions. <laughs> Mikey's like, I mean, you know, they can be in them, right? But, yeah. <laughs> No, and she had, and the thing with Samus too, Seamus, Samus, not Seamus, Samus, Samus, not Seamus, Samus, Samus, Seamus. Hey there, I'm a fucking video game guy. There aren't I? Hey, I don't know why one of my hands is a gun. There, it seems to be a little bit inconvenient. Don't know why you'd go all the way to another planet and you only got one hand because one of your hand, the whole hand is just a gun. I don't know where you went full noof. The whole hand is a gun there, right? We replaced the whole hand with a gun. Hi there, I'm Seamus. <laughs> the laser beams there, Ford. Who came first, her or Mega Man? That's Mega Man came first, didn't he? Uh, 
I don't know, actually. That's uh, going to be something for someone. Leave a comment. Mega Man, the, <laughs> Mega Man, the man always comes first. Google it. Um, <laughs> Google it and see. Who is the I first gun arm? This, this is how old I am. I, regular, I remember regular Metroid. Yeah. I remember regular yeah. Metroid. I remember, I remember. So when, I mean, so you, you killed him by watching. And there was a watching. code for the original NES, the Justin Bailey code, which was like, he, I guess he was one of the programmers. <laughs> but if you entered his name in mm -hmm. as the name of your save file, I think, uh, Samus would be, she wouldn't have the suit on. You, she had like, she was just like, had hair oh. and oh, like regular pants. I had the regular, I had the Game Genie. Do you remember that thing? Yes. Yeah. So you would plug it in. Yeah, it was like legal hacking. Yeah, you would plug <laughs> yeah. it in. They sold it and it was like the Game Genie and for like half the games that actually work, but you would plug the cartridge in and you plug it in and then you could just cheat. Yeah, right? I was like, uh, it's like, well now they have that, but it just like costs money. They're like, yeah, hey, you want to <laughs> yeah. give us 10 bucks and Which you'll have more such health. A, it's such a microcosm for a society when you play these video games on your phone. Like I'm playing a, a, a jet fighter game right now. Yeah. And it's like, it's like you can do it the long way and you might stick it out and you might continue to do it. Yeah. Or you could just give us like 60 bucks and you win. And yeah. it's like, that's so Kardashian. You don't even have to play it. That's so. That's so how the Kardashians work. You can work just and give us a hundred yeah. bucks and then delete it from your phone. <laughs> yeah. If, if you give us, if you give us three hundred dollars, we'll hire an Asian kid to play your character Take for back. as long as you want. <laughs> Take back your life, man. Yeah. Give us the money and get out of here. You give us five hundred dollars, we'll come slap the phone in your hands and give you some rations. Yeah. <laughs> Eat this, make a money. Watch this I guy. I don't know why make a money. <laughs> Eat this and make a money. Make yeah. a money. You like a ration. What do you do to waste time? Uh, phone, actually, phone, video game. I do phone video games sometimes. I do phone because the hardest part. At home, yeah, it's great. Homes are designed for wasting time. We they all are. just got really good at that over the last two. Not years. if you have a kid. Yeah, I'll tell that's you that. true. <laughs> but for for the next like. Now that I'm back on the road, it's like airport time waste. Is that airport the time real? Waste. Because you're also playing this game where like every time waster you have is costing you battery on you know something. What? Exactly on your headphones, and on your phone, or on your laptop. This is what I was going to say. What I like, what I've gone back to for airport time waste is book. Yeah, good old book. <laughs> book don't bat run. Good no old battery book. No battery in book. Hey out there, are you looking for something to do when you're at the airport? You should try book. <laughs> book. It requires no batteries, no plug-in, and it's only $13.99 every time you open it up. <laughs> and if you want to pay us more money, someone will read it for you. <laughs> and then you can throw it out. Which is actually what an audiobook is. If you yeah. get more money, someone will read it for you. Someone will pay. But the problem with book, I ran into a problem book. recently. <laughs> I love that we're just calling it book. I, I myself was uh, partaking in book, book on an airplane, uh, and then the goddamn lights went out. Oh, no. And I was like, ah, oh, what the hell? You were more mad, not that you were going to die yeah yeah that they hey you can't spell book without boo okay yeah yeah um, <laughs> i need a backlit book what do you, it's probably a great business would be to just be able to because i do the impressions would yeah. just be able to if you, you should give me a book and i will read it in any any impression that you want so yeah. if you want whatever you want the well, road it's funny because like some audio books it's just like a very boring reader and then i've had some where like oh some of them are great they do all different voices yeah Jeremy Irons does them. Yeah, I yeah. Listen, you know what I listen to? I listen it's to wild. you know who you else does them. You should be doing audio books. You know who else does them? Ed Kemper, the serial killer. He does them. Nice. He does. He reads the books. <laughs> I want to know. I want the Birdman of Alcatraz. I really wish Ed books. Kemper had read If I Did It by O.J. Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, just the whole time he's like, as a serial killer, this guy fucking did this. Like, <laughs> like, like the Cribs notes are just like, look, man, as a professional, someone who murders people, this guy fucking legit murdered somebody. Well, I, I remember being a kid. That's one of my earliest memories of learning about like the legal system as a kid. Because the, the trial was on, like, you know, yeah. I was like... 
nine. Yeah. And so I remember my aunt, who is a lawyer, was visiting, mm-hmm. and they were showing like the footage, and then they were showing the vo- the verdict, and then I, they were like, "He's not guilty." And then so I was like, "Oh, he, so he didn't do it." And then they showed the footage of him like running in the Bronco. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Wait a minute! If, if he's not, if he didn't do it, how come he's running?" And then my aunt was like, "Cause he did it." <laughs> <laughs> I like your aunt. And I was like, "What?" <laughs> Um, How does this work? <laughs> She's like, I don't know. You'll understand when you're older. <laughs> if you love, don't fit. Who gives a shit? Um, what are we? What are we? Where are we at? Uh, Forty minutes. We can Forty minutes. Okay, we can do a little more. Yeah. Uh, all right. This one's a bit deeper. You have to relive one day of your life forever. Which day do you choose? Well, I mean, today's the best day I've ever had. So, <laughs> <laughs> the last few minutes. Um, one. I have to relive one day, forever, forever, ever. Um. I don't know. I don't know. That's a difficult one because it's like, you know, every, I also don't remember very much. <laughs> That's the sad thing about me is I, I really, my brain is just full of dumb jokes, but I don't remember very much of anything yeah. else. Like, I don't remember like, you know, I, I bet don't, you, I don't know. like your, your first Saturday early show headline set where you killed, like that would be a good, when that happens, I will totally remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right. What was the first time you killed? I have 11 jokes. I don't really remember, but I, I must have happened at some point. Like, probably the comedy mix, like, the first you, my first full headline weekend. No, you killed hard before that, because you, you, when you would open for me, you would kill hard. Like, yeah. so you would kill, you would, like, do legit, like, murder, full murders. So, full murders. <laughs> but, like, when you're Ed the... Ed Kemper was like, Ed Kemper was like, he, he totally did it. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I that's the, I guess yeah maybe the first really good set like the first or the first time you kind of break through. But who knows if that's something you want to relive because yeah. part of the enjoyment of it is like the and is surprise. that the whole day? Is that the whole day or just that part of the day? Because oftentimes, if I'm having a bad day, I have better sets. Yeah, because I'm I'm in a mood and I wish to get it out of. Yeah, my I system. had a crazy day. It's a very specific. <laughs> like I wrote uh, a joke that I it was like one of my best jokes I'd ever written up to that point. And I was going through a breakup via text message, mm. and I had all—I was also doing—I did three shows that night. So I'm like, anytime I'm not on stage, yeah. I'm in the midst of this like breakup. Yeah, like, and it's horrible. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm going up, and I'm working on this bit, and yeah. it's doing very well. Yeah, and I'm like taking that energy. So it's like I'm on stage. I'm yeah. everything's amazing, and then I come off, and I'm like in a cab breaking up again on my way to another show and then I get on stage at that show and it was like that set was great and it was like bad. it was like this weird like emotional roller coaster got, of a night I got weirdly emotionally programmed by the first ever TV thing I did which was the comedy now and I really realized that if I'm mad I have way better performances in front of cameras yeah okay. because that the first ever comedy the first ever thing I did was like an hour on TV and I shouldn't have done it it was too early in my career I think or whatever but I did it and I was at the end of a very long night there were no a lot way. of people I was there no. I, I refute this statement <laughs> it was a very long night it was people, the best one it was a crazy storm out of all ten they recorded <laughs> they, oh man it was the same audience for like five hours that night yeah it was and at the end of the night it was a long It was a long night it was a also, storm also the power went out halfway that's what through. happened yeah. so seven minutes into my set they flashed the light to stop me and I'm like why are you stopping me and they're like oh we had a problem with the lights right off the top. I was like, you should, you could have fucking let me know. And then I was legit mad. And then the set went really well because yeah. I was in a fucking, although Dylan Reimer will attest that it, he thinks that AIDS goose cost me a standing ovation. I think AIDS goose made me a legend. <laughs> yeah. How did it cost you a standing ovation? Because Dylan said that AIDS goose uh, upset the crowd, but I was like, they were already so fucking tired and annoyed. Yeah, no, they there were. There was nothing I could have done. You. 
They they couldn't even stand if you tried. They were they were jello legged. But I was so mad. And then ever since then, like I did that thing at Just for Laughs that year, and <laughs> I was in such a bad mood because they did that weird camera break in the middle. Yeah. And it was like all screwed up. And then they, they, the audience went flat. And then they 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 didn't have a mirror backstage. They didn't let me do my own hair. None of this shit. And as I'm walking out, nobody has a microphone for me. Yeah. And and finally someone hands me a mic as I'm walking out. And then they had that backdrop. And so what I thought I would do, Sean Bradley was there, what I thought it would be fucking great was I was like, I'm so fucking pissed, I'm gonna spike the microphone. I'm gonna do my set. I'm yes. mad. You see me walk out, I was fucking mad. And the set started going really well. And I was like, fuck, it's going well. Fuck it. And then I walked out and, and I thought, what'd be great is in the silhouette if the back, if as I walk back, I put my arm up with the mic in and I just drop the mic and I just fucking walk out. Like, fuck all this. And what I did was I went up and I put the mic and I dropped it, but the mic was in this hand. And so it just looked. <laughs> and so Proudlove's like, what was it that uh, weird Rocky bullshit you did at the end? <laughs> I was so discombobulated that I did some weird uh, sort of like Patrick Swayze. We did it. There you <laughs> so, go. So you can relive that so, life that so day instead for the rest of, being, of your life. Instead of being comedy bad boy, I was comedy. Oh, <laughs> look at that guy. Good for him. Risky business. <laughs> he did it. He tried. He was uh, born know. in the USA. That guy. <laughs> was born, no, if I was born in the USA, I'd be back to just for last by now. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, uh, uh, it's Canadian. Remember? Hey, Theoretically, right. on paper. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like the, the, the I, I don't think I could relive it because I don't think I think that's the beautiful thing about every day. I mean, there's some days, particularly like days with my kid, that I'm like, oh man, that's beautiful, that's magical. Yeah. But then if I had to relive that day every day, I wouldn't get the next day that's like that. Yeah, yeah and it's like part of a good day is the surprise mm -hmm. that yeah. it's good because we're all yeah. expecting every day to be fucking horrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so as soon as the day's all right, you're like, yeah, pretty good. But if you know it's gonna be good. You should check out Ivan Decker's motivational podcast, Daybreak with Decker. <laughs> <laughs> Where he just wakes up and goes, oh, fuck, tacos! And then does what? Well the like, There's no way this is going to go well. That's I have that written above my mirror. And there's no way this is going to go well? There's no way this is going to go well. <laughs> Mine just says, is that a lump? Because <laughs> I just always be, I like to be aware. I've got that real... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hey, check check for lumps. I've got a relationship with my body like Mark Maron apparently has with every comedian on his podcast, which is like, did we did we not get along at some point? Like, what happened? Like, yeah, are yeah. Not, are we not friends anymore? What did I do to you? What did I do? Did I fuck up? Like, what? yeah, because I your thirties, uh, you drank a distillery, so it's like, okay, didn't stand for a week that time. <laughs> what does the ration guy have when he wake up in the morning? Like, like yeah, pee shouldn't be green. Penicillin, <laughs> probably. Jesus, could you imagine? Like, just a ration guy. Just that's a th you know what I watch? Is I watch those uh, ASMR videos of people just building shit in the woods oh yeah just yeah, no like talking that. just quiet just yeah i build a cabin out of pallets i do Fuck that with yeah, like machining did. or like restoring like oh. i like when people somebody restores like an old you know shoe hammering making machine or whatever sawing just all that cool shit of yeah. just like just a guy just because when i, I restored that blast i restored that camping trailer i still wanted that camping trailer and the whole time i thought I, would, I should film this but then i was like no because it was the it's, it was rewarding, but also like I the thing that I loved about it the most was that I wasn't thinking about anything other than what I was doing. But if I had cameras and shit, the whole time I'd be thinking about, oh man, is this going to be a good shot? Instead, I was just in yeah. there, just pulling shit apart and just you know filthy and just like that. Yeah, there's something rewarding about that taking something well, down. Well, yeah, and, and you know, and up. this is the one of the other issues with like what's going on in the world right now is like everybody's <laughs> he got all serious there here's he one of the other somewhere. issues with what's going on well, in the world like right everybody, now. they're like you gotta monetize everything so like you can't have a hobby you like, can't even, have a hobby even people who play video games that are yeah. like I'm gonna start playing them online yeah. Yeah. For and then it's like 
Well, now you hate it because yeah. it's your job. But that's kind of what happened to comedy. Can you imagine reaching a point where you're like, oh, I gotta punch the clock. <laughs> yeah. Play, play some Evil fucking <laughs> video games. God damn it. But that I happened. Don't, I just want to eat spaghetti in the dark. But I have to play Call of Duty. So the rations guy was just doing it for fun, and his wife's like, you should get a camera. And he's yeah. like, I don't want to watch this. She's like, I'm tired of cleaning up your puke without Patreon that, dollars. But that kind of happened to me with comedy. It was like, I just got to the of point course. where I loved it so much, and then I was like, oh, this is, because I haven't had a job since 02. Yeah. So it's like, this is all I do. And then I was like, oh, shit, like, if I don't do this right, the phone bill doesn't get paid. Fuck. Yeah, that's the curse of, like, uh, of becoming a professional comedian. Fortunately, in Vancouver, it's like, nobody can. Yeah, nobody can. Yeah. You know? I mean, now anybody, you, have to do, you have to do dumb uh, shit like this. Anybody that's hoping to make that leap, uh, I'm sorry. It's not going to happen. <laughs> I'd like to be out there doing jokes. Not, not in this here. city. <laughs> you know, keep your day job as... Uh, I as, think Canada. I think it's kind of like the, the roof is low, man. Yeah. There's not much place to go in Canada. I mean, where else can you go? There's, there's about three or four people who are going to consistently sell tickets in Canada, and the rest of people... Yeah. Like I always say, like... You know, I know my comedy now is aired because I got one email from someone in Brampton who's like, that was pretty funny. And that's yeah, it. Yeah. That's your fucking national I get TV a appearance. Facebook of the year. fan page like. Yeah. You got one of those, and then it's like, or someone tweets at you. Man, it's like, but you get one like American comedian who's got some profile to retweet one of your things, and all of a sudden you're yeah, famous. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, what the fuck, that's man? That's all it takes. <clears throat> and it's mind boggling, too, because it's like, imagine having that kind of power, because they don't know it because they're in America and they don't have that power. Well, it's over even American the difference comedians. between like how they, tr like how people treat stars in Canada. And I don't know if it's like they're polite I'm or. I'm treated terribly. <laughs> like, I don't know if it's from politeness or a lack of humility, but I feel like there's this thing amongst Canadians when you see somebody who's like famous or mm -hmm. very good at something. They leave them alone. They leave them alone. Yeah. They don't actually. And it's either like maybe they're polite or maybe they just start thinking like, whatever, I could do what that guy does. I think it's a little you know? bit I think it's a like, little I think bit it's of a bit of both. Because I remember the first time I ever saw Robin Williams at the well, a lot of people were just avoiding him. And at first I was like, yeah, man, that's respectful. And then I just looked at him and was like, well, this dude's a comedian who's just visiting. Like, if you really think about it, yeah. there's a guy, like, I know he's normally used to being mobbed, but surely there must be something between, <laughs> I'm not talking to that guy, I don't want to look like I want to talk to that guy. Yeah, and yeah. also, like, the people, like, bringing, showing up with screenplays. Like, there must be something in between, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, like, and then usually I think that's the thing is like that's why Canadian celebrities are so down to earth because there's four of them. And second of all, it's yeah. like it's like you can't like there's nothing to get hyped about because like it's one of those things where you could be the biggest comedy star in Canada and in you probably have half the profile of someone with a middle bridge pod podcast in America. Yeah, or a guy who nuts. eats rations. Guy who eats rations. <laughs> exactly. Guy who eats rations is going to do better than me I gotta forever. I got to find this guy because otherwise it's going to drive me crazy. So, How do you guys yeah. approach meeting a celebrity? Like the most famous person you met? I knock their drink out of the hand to let them know who's boss. It's like prison. <laughs> you take the first, you take the, you, you find the biggest celebrity. So say you're backstage at the Golden Globes. You find the biggest celebrity in the room, the most famous person. <laughs> you take them out and you let the other celebrities know what's, because celebrities are fucking cowards. So if you see Brad Pitt, you kick him in the nuts, you, yeah. you rip his tuxedo off and you'd be like, this is mine now, bitch. You understand? And he's like, okay. And then you fucking take a shit. That's how it works. I ask them uh, how much time they want me to do opening for them. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs>
Uh, so his name. I is mean, you do open for a lot of famous people. You fucking asshole. Steve, but yeah. nineteen eighty nine is his name. That's not his real name. And he's got one point nine four million wow. subscribers. Oh, Steve, nineteen eighty nine. Steve, nineteen eighty nine. Holy shit! And he just play, like, he just does. He what just if he does was born rations. in? What if he was born in nineteen eighty eight? Like, like <laughs> this is from twenty twenty one. He does a he does a Ukrainian twenty four hour field ration. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. That's helping. And uh, he's reviewing it, and it's got two... He put it up one month ago, 2.2 million views. Well, it's calming. It's very calming. And it's, you know, so you're telling me that what people want on the internet is calming? I mean, I think they want everything. Because I'm kind of the opposite they of gotta this. They got to do something when they're done jacking off. Yeah, that's true. What if, what, if, what, if the, what if it was just a video of some guy going, that's cool, man. That's fine. You can do that. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's like, all good. I saw, You're I, not less of a man. I listened to, uh, there's a great uh, audio book called The Butterfly Effect. John Ronson is a I great, love John Ronson. I love John Ronson. And so he has this sort of audio series uh, called The Butterfly Effect where he talks about how uh, Pornhub mm-hmm. uh, ruined the earth. And it's true. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Porn becoming free is like what has destroyed. Yep. Uh, and I like I don't want to sound like an old church lady, but I'm like, <laughs> porn has a place, but it, it's not yeah. free all the time, always for everybody. No, it's too much. It's like it's like too it's too accessible. And it so this book is great because it goes into like all the various places in society that it has ruined it. But there is an interesting thing that he talks about uh, where it's like people now there's bespoke porn, so people will like. Pay. There's like companies that are like, "What do you want to see? We'll do it. Give us some money." What's oh, so like on demand? Yeah, like on demand. Like you, you send them your idea, and then they make it for you. <laughs> it's like improv porn. They take suggestions. Yeah, like anybody. Oh. I, I, need, I need an occupation. <laughs> Don't say pizza delivery guy. <laughs> I love the idea of the guy just trying. He's got. He's taken out his life savings. He's got the money. He's gonna get the bespoke porn video, like a cameo, but with tits. And he's gonna get it done. And he's sitting down. What do I really want to see for the rest of my life? And he just blanks. He's got nothing. And he's like, she's eating rations. Like, he's just got (laughs) nothing. I bet you that's been done. Uh, But this, this, so there's a couple of weird ones. Like, one of them was, like, a guy who, he was really into stamps. He was, like, a stamp collector. And so he, (laughs) he sent this, like, book of priceless stamps to these girls. And it was like, I want you to make fun of this guy for having too many stamps. (laughs) And then light the stamps on fire. And say there's no there's no time for sex because you're you love your stamps, <laughs> and then then they didn't know what to do, so they just blew the guy because they're like there should be some porn in this, and then he got back to me he's like I didn't need the blowjob I just wanted the How yelling well fuck and I'll the do that stamp burning send me your stamps I'll fucking do that but then, hey dickhead don't but, waste money on stamps <laughs> who sends letters grow up but to go back to the like calming thing is like yeah. then like the, you come out the other side of it and there's people that want just like a person just being like. You're pr- I like you. Yeah. You're great. That's so sad. Good for you. Yeah, it's very That's sad. That's really sad that we are at that point of level of disconnected where it's just like having someone. Because I had never heard of ASMR videos before until they did a podcast. And then uh, Kevy was like, you got to see this thing. And I was like, what the fuck is yeah. this? And he's like, it's just people talking to you where they're not yelling at you or demanding things from you. Because that's <laughs> what our lives are. Our lives are people who are mad at us, who want <laughs> things from us. It's fear. And it's and, and, our, and, our, and our fight and flight is so constantly... 
like stimulated by everything that happens in our lives from opening a bill, fuck, to like, oh my God, the cable doesn't work. I was like, ah oh, shit, I gotta get groceries. And it's like, fuck, I gotta get an upper relief at work. I'm tired. And yeah. that's why we just have this weird constant fear. And that's why when they show some half naked lady eating a hamburger, you're like, I wanna fuck a hamburger. Like, you yeah, don't know yeah. what's going on. Everything's <laughs> fucked up in your brain. That's why it's great. And then they like, get I mad love... at people for having weird fetishes. It's like, why are you fucking a vacuum? She was, she was fucking the vacuum on TV first. That's why I bought the vacuum. You did this to me. Yeah, it's called the Suck Fucker 5000. <laughs> but it's like, it's just I nice mean, to have a conversation that doesn't have an agenda, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. like, anybody that talks or to you... Or at least is agenda also, fluid. Yeah. Thank we're you. We're also gun shy of like strangers, right? Anybody uh, talks yeah. to you out in the world now, you're like, well, they want something. Yeah. It's true, though. And it is, it's this thing where it's like, you can't, like, if you, if you ever smile at anyone or talk to anybody on the street, and then also if they, even to the point now where if I see someone I know out in public, but I don't really know exactly where I know them from, I'm yeah. afraid of that. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, I don't want to talk to this. And like, I'll go to a different store or avoid because I'm like, I don't, I don't want to have this interaction because I don't know if I'm capable of having this interaction. Yeah. I was talking to one of the dads at the school the other day. And I said something, and he's like, is that true? And I was like, I think so. And then for the rest of the day, I was like, you're a fucking idiot. Like, and then, and then I looked it up, and it was true. And even then, I was like, now what do I do? Because <laughs> the whole time, I just shrank into this little tiny sea sponge of a man. And yeah, I was just yeah. like, I was just like, how fucking cowardly are you as a human? And I didn't go on the stage yeah, and tell everyone to burn their wallets. question your fucking factuality? Is yeah. that true? I don't know. We're but having a fucking I, conversation here, Rick. He was such a nice guy. And he was so genuinely He's like, not nice if he's questioning your validity. <laughs> he didn't say, is that true, cunt? He said, <laughs> he said is that true? That weird yeah, sound, that sounded like Dave Harris for a second. Yeah, it's true. It sounded like Dave Harris a lot. Yeah. That was weird. Oh, my God. Is that true? I feel like we're getting a lot out here. Is that true? Is that true? Is that true? <laughs> I like the fact that... Uh, it's never I, a thing. That's I like not, the fact, that doesn't further a conversation. I like the fact that I don't want conversations with agenda. Agenda fluid got lost in there, but I really <laughs> want to bring it up because I have agenda fluid. This podcast is agenda fluid. <laughs> yeah. Um, where it's are we definitely at? Agenda fluid. Left. We got five minutes more? left. You want to do one more random? Yeah, okay, sure. Let's get... Random. Uh, all right. What is the best advice you have received to date? Um, this is actually a pretty good one. I was shocked that it worked. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's, you know how uh, pistachios, sometimes you get the ones that like won't open? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they've only got like a yeah. little bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate uh, those. This works incredibly well. <laughs> All you have to do is take the shell of mm -hmm. a previously opened pistachio, jam that into that little crack and twist it, and it will pop right open. Mother Nature's a wonder. I not think it'd be about nuts. So there's some sort of weird pistachio nut skeleton key that I didn't know about. Well, yeah, because it's I like... all the fucking... I've thrown away hundreds of dollars of nuts. <laughs> yeah, I know. Once I... Well, somebody told me this, and I was like, there's no way this works. And then I tried it, and I'm like, it works better than I could have ever wow. imagined. <laughs> Like, because it's the same material, so of yeah. course it can press against it and Yeah, because I, I try to crack it with my teeth. Yeah, no good. Fingernails, Fingernails don't work. Fingernails, terrible. No. And then eventually just, I just get frustrated and chuck it away. Because you are pro you probably got shells around. I'm sure you've had some success. If it's the first one out of the bag, I don't know how to help you. Yeah, you're fucked but, there. And I love the idea that you don't think to go get another one. You're like, yeah, fuck yeah. it, just throw them all <laughs> away. Whole bag. Well, well, we lost. You yeah. know? Does that work with lobster shells? Like, if you take another lobster? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> All shells work that way. I can't open this egg. I got an idea. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Use it, smash it against another egg. <laughs> That's a YouTube ah! channel. <laughs> Just covered in shells and egg. Oh, they fucking opened. Yeah. yeah I mean, That's the best advice you ever got, though. Uh, yeah. Your whole life. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everything else is. Who told you that? A soothsayer? Uh, I think like an audience. Like member. you just climbed the mountain. <laughs> you got to the top of a mountain with your special purple flower to ask one question. And what do you need to know, my son? How do you get into the nuts that don't open? <laughs> yeah. You take the other shell and you put it in and you tweak it. I don't think that would work. You should try it. It fucking works. <laughs> it did. It's impressive. It works so well. <laughs> Changed my life. <laughs> Expect your best advice to be based on catching. No other advice has changed my life to that degree. I love the like it was an instantaneous from like zero percent success rate to one hundred percent success rate. That kind of sea change in life is very hard to come by. I want a YouTube channel to see what I can open using. This is exactly what I was just gonna say. This is what you need to do. You need to be like, here, there's only one video on my YouTube channel. I'm gonna tell you right now, this is gonna change your shit. And you just open a pistachio and they're like, fuck off. And then all the comments are like, holy shit, it worked. Yeah. It's just you on TikTok just opening. Yeah, man. And where you can stitch this video with. Just do it. I'll send you a video of me doing it. Just do it. You can edit it tours for 15,000 people in a stadium. I can just come out cracking. It was, oh my God. It's gonna be my big closer. I would love to see the footage of you doing it for the first time and seeing you skeptical to like, holy fuck, it worked. Yeah, oh and God. like, tiniest crack. I'm like, no way. No way. There's like barely any space it works. here. I'm going to I can't. I'm gonna go buy pistachios oh, right fucking now. Do it. It's great. What's your best advice on opening nuts? <laughs> on opening no, nuts? It's anything. Anything, anything. Well, I mean, if you squeeze a walnut like this. Um, <laughs> Um, I think I got some advice once about comedy that really made sense and I don't know where it came from but it was like uh, you can only control what you say not what they hear Wow! and I'm like that really makes sense because yeah. like it really doesn't matter what you say it's all what people perceive because people can take like you know they were talking about this fucking Oscars thing and people were saying oh like well oh, jokes about this are never good I'm like jokes about anything are never good to some people it doesn't matter what you talk about and I'm not going to be one of those guys like you should be able to say anything because you, you can you actually can you just have to be smart yeah but I do hate when it's like you should never do jokes about this or never do jokes about this it doesn't matter you could do joke you could do a joke at this ashtray and some I guarantee someone watching this is going to be mad about something yeah yeah um, it doesn't matter what someone's gonna be like pistachios are naked they should be left alone and it doesn't matter what you fucking do because that's part of the problem with the internet too is like that oh, everybody totally. that these absolute fucking because not only did these people already exist they existed before it's just they weren't emboldened enough to believe mm -hmm. that their opinion mattered you have to do something to earn your voice at one point well, and in like society. contrarianism is so popular I have the perfect example of no this. it's not when my <laughs> <laughs> is that true how dare you <laughs> Is that true? I never thought about it. When you say it like that, it did feel a little weird. Nobody, little, don't ask if that's true. It's I the felt, dumbest, it's the dumbest non-contribution to any conversation ever. Is that true? All my sisters yeah. say to me, is that true? Is yeah, that true? yeah. is that true? <laughs> Stop it. But then the whole Because who cares? But then you think to yourself, am I a liar? Like, and then your what whole is, life changes. What is truth? What is truth when you get down to it? Just there with a, just like. Is it our perception or is it mathematical factuality? Because, you know, the closer you approach the speed of light, those lines start blurring three weeks later surrounded by empty booze bottles just listening to the same sad songs over and over with a gun in your mouth is it true <laughs> and the, all the note says was i wish it was true it's like what the fuck happened to this guy so the example Sensitive. i have of exactly what you were talking about is uh when my netflix special came out i have a joke about how i don't like instant oatmeal yeah and i had a, a message from somebody being like i remember you said this you know who eats a lot of instant oatmeal the troops, so I guess you hate <laughs> the military. Yeah. 
and you know what? I, I first of all, can I say congratulations on, on hiding that message so well? Yeah, because you're not one for throwing out controversial stuff all the time, but I know you hate the truth. Yeah, I always and so have it's a nice agenda. You get in there. <laughs> That's how I stick it to them. Very, I gotta hit them where they eat. And you know what? I don't like pistachios. They come to this country, and they anyway. So <laughs> and they like, won't what? open. <laughs> um, where can people find you? Oh, I'm on Instagram at Ivan W. Decker, uh, Twitter at Ivan Decker. Uh, I have a Facebook fan page. Uh, check all of those out. I'm going to be doing some uh, marketing coming up. I have a new album coming out. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah. Very soon. Do, you know, can we say what it's, what it's called? Yes. Uh, it is called Thank You Popcorn. <laughs> uh, like Alanis Morissette's Thank You India? Yes. Yeah, same deal. Based on that. Um, Most of what he does in his career is based on Alanis Morissette. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so check that out. That'll be available on uh, Pandora in April and then uh, every other major, major streaming well, platform. Well, I uh, normally when I have guests on here, I, uh, I fawn over them, but uh, it is true. You are absolutely one of the best comedians I've ever seen. Uh, you are also a very, very lovely, very, very funny person. Wonderful guests. Please come back and see us again. Oh, I would love to. Come back and uh, maybe next time we'll just have nuts. We'll just yeah. sit here just eating nuts and be like, hey guys, don't you wish you were here? <laughs> oh no, one that won't open. What will we do? Go back to episode six. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like just Easter egg it, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, if you uh, are listening to this podcast, please go on to the YouTube page. Uh, it is uh, youtube.com slash the citizen strange because I came up with that like 15 years ago and I just haven't changed it. Uh, my website is this is simonking.com. The podcast email is is www.skpodcast at gmail.com. Please send us a letter. We'll read them on the uh, Insta- the Patreon. Patreon's the other thing you should do. Please go to patreon.com slash this is Simon King. You get one bonus episode minimum a month, probably more. The new bonus episode is up right now. Um, and yeah, I have a, a special called uh, As Good As or Better Than that's on YouTube. But if you go to the YouTube channel, all that shit's there. Um, thank you, Mikey Greenwood. Yay, thank you. Sorry thank you, Wife and Decker. Really oh, you're very welcome. Up, we that, uh, that's what's wrong this week. Mm-hmm.